Hi there and welcome to Naturally Recovering Autism. I am your host, Kieran Thomas, and I wanna thank you so much for being here and being a proactive parent and getting the resources that you need to let your child live their most fulfilling and independent life possible. When my own son was diagnosed with autism, I was told to drug him and try behavioral therapies and there was nothing else that we could do for him but manage his symptoms the rest of his life. But I didn't wanna do that. Fortunately, my background in craniosacral therapy Look, now 30 years, let me know that the brain can and does heal, but I didn't know that much about autism. What I did know is that I didn't want to just mask the symptoms with dangerous drugs. I wanted to find the causes and work with them naturally. And fast forward, it took me a decade and a lot of time and effort, but today my son is no longer diagnosable with autism after being told it could not happen. So I'm here to share with you valuable resources to save you the time and some of the expense that I had to spend to figure it out and to help you let your child lead to their best results possible. Every child's level of recovery is different, but we know that children who couldn't sleep through the night are sleeping now through the night and happily. Their immune systems are now strong where they were once sick all the time. Children who were nonverbal and their parents were told they could never speak are now speaking. Children who were getting D's and F's in school are getting A's and B's. And those that were so anxious all the time and couldn't sit still and, and were uncomfortable in their own bodies are now calm and happy and relaxed. And they're leading fulfilling and independent lives with friends. This is what we want for our kids. So I'm here to share the resources with you so that you can get the best results for your child the best possible. And you can start that right now with my free download of this top seven foods to eliminate beginning today of the top foods that are the most inflammatory and toxic that are contributing to those physical and behavioral symptoms of autism that your child is having. They're making his life uncomfortable. So you can get that right now at naturallyrecoveringautism.com forward slash seven foods and feel free to share that with anybody you know who would be interested. And I will also link to it in today's show notes. There's of course a lot more than diet, but this is something you could start doing today that will begin to reduce those symptoms. And I'm happy to share everything I can with you. So right now, let's dive into today's episode. Well, hi there. I want to thank you again for being with us and uh, being here weekly. If you are, hopefully, uh, we're always putting out new information for you. And I, I like to give you resources that you can utilize. And I appreciate what you're doing for your child with autism, especially because, you know, really as parents, it's up to us to be able to uh, do all that we can for our kids and to protect them. There are so many environmental toxins around us today that, you know, it can seem overwhelming at times and, and you know, electromagnetic field pollution, everything else. But um, as summer approaches, I really wanted to get into a very strong environmental toxin that is commonly really unknown. Uh, and that is going to be the chlorine in swimming pools. And I've done a, a podcast on this in the past, which I will link to in today's show notes. But I really want to make sure that you understand um, what to kind of look for in your child as far as symptoms, because there are various triggers when this environmental toxin affects your child and what to look for. And one of those things being a histamine trigger. And, and I'll talk about that a little further, uh, a little deeper in today's episode as well. But basically, human waste in any water can contain anything from 
bacteria to toxins and even parasites. That's really common. Our kids can get parasites from water, especially if it's in a lake or water that's stagnant. So rivers and oceans are at least moving so they can be a little cleaner, but you still want to be aware of the pollution levels in those if your child is going to be swimming in them or if you are, any family member, anybody, um, because there are a lot of pesticides and things that wash into the rivers and lakes and oceans and uh, a lot of parasites, especially if there are animals around um, those, those lakes or rivers or upstream or if um, you notice that uh, the water again is stagnant, there are, there are people traveling from all over the world now, all, all the time. It, the world has become a very small place because of airline travel. Things have uh, calmed down a little bit right now due to COVID, but basically parasites are now all over the world. And I will link to a recent episode I did on parasites because that this is a really big issue with children with autism and they can very commonly not show up in tests even if your child is positive for them and also um, they can get missed and they can be a big part of what are causing a lot of symptoms just like some of the other co-infections and I'll talk about those briefly today too but in general we're going to talk about water and I do want to talk again a little bit more about swimming pools and chlorine so the general term used by the Center for Disease Control in the United States is recreational water illness. And so this is really about some of the things that you want to know. You know, as summer is approaching, at least in the Northern Hemisphere, uh, a lot of our kids are going to start swimming in pools. And it's important to know, even if you have converted your pool, uh, as we did for our years ago, to a saline or a salt pool, there still has to be an element of chlorine in there um, to keep levels, you know, basically safe. So algaes and other toxins don't grow. Um, so, um, so it's, it's a much, much better way to go. Uh, I found actually that I was so sensitive that we had to convert it. I, I couldn't really comfortably swim in it without having um, histamine triggers. Uh, I couldn't sleep that night. I'd have rapid heart rate, uh, trouble breathing. And you know, I'd noticed that it was hard to take a deep breath. So see, these are some of the things that you're gonna be looking for. But again, I'll, I'll go through a few more of these uh, today in the episode. Uh, so let's start kind of from the beginning that uh, chlorine in swimming pools does pose as a whole other issue altogether. And again, I will link to the past show notes uh, of the past episode that I did on specifically on that um, with renowned water expert, Robert Slovak. And we discussed these dangers that lurk in chlorinated swimming pools because chlorine is added to water to disinfect, but its harmful effects are worsened when it reacts with other chemicals such as organic vegetation, even including leaves or urine that's in the pool. Now, a lot of kids, especially in a public pool, are going to be peeing while, when they swim. And that, that urine, the ammonia in that urine, urine connects with chlorine and creates a chemical, something also called a chloramine. Uh, and these chemicals, you know, there are also chloramines, which are a, a dangerous type of chemical. And they're very commonly added to um, city waters. They're used as, used as alternate disinfectants. And um, we can, again, be drinking this even in our water supply. So this is why it's really important to have a very high quality water filter. I am not an advocate of ever drinking straight tap water, 
even if they say your tap water is good, there are so many contaminants in it this, these days that they really just can't control. Um, and I will again link in the show notes to an episode I did on water resources where you where I can link to an extremely high quality water filter that I, I do recommend personally. So when added to swimming pools, the chlorine reacts again with chlorine, urine, sweat uh, from people in the pool, and the out gases and the vapors are inhaled just above the surface of the water. Well, when we're swimming, most of the time, our head is just above the surface of the water. So that's where these chemicals are the most dangerous and we are inhaling them. So as a result, the exposure can cause symptoms associated with histamine reactions. Now, common symptoms of histamines are things like even including digestive issues, itchy skin, rashes, asthma, other respiratory type issues. Again, it might not be full-blown asthma, but kind of hard to take a deep breath and you're noticing some, some, uh, some breathing issues. Definitely hyperactivity, uh, poor sleep, rapid heart rate, hives, and extreme mood changes can also be significant. So, you know, most people just think of, of chlorine or something you inhale is, is maybe just going to cause, a, a, you know, a respiratory piece, but there are m many other things that can be triggered from this. So histamine sensitivities are extremely common in children with autism and histamines are re released by the digestive tract and the brain when there's a, an enzyme called diamine oxidase, DAO, we're going to for short. So uh, DAO, uh, these enzymes are mutated commonly, and then it's difficult to remove excess histamines, which cause an allergic reaction. So the body is putting out histamines to fight an allergic reaction, which is its, its normal process, what it's supposed to do. But then if this gene is mutated to this enzyme, uh, then we end up have, or the enzyme is mutated, then we have a problem getting rid of excess histamine. So we have, we ha then have, that's where all a lot of these symptoms come from. So the DAO enzyme basically helps the body break down excess histamines. But commonly this enzyme is again defective in children with autism. And in histamine intolerance, the body is overproducing histamines and there are too many for the body to break down. So this stress type response is a trigger for something also called mast cell activation. Again, something very important in children with autism. It creates a strong inflammatory response. Now inflammation is a big part of our, ch our ch children's problems, their behavior, their physical and emotional issues, um, behavioral everything. So um, another reason to, again, always detoxify very slowly, um, but I'll link in the show notes to another episode I did on mast cell activation, but to give you some background, mast cells can determine how our bodies react to environmental toxins like sugar or pesticides, perfume, pollution, and other causes of inflammation. And if you get mast cell activation, it makes you extra sensitive to these and many more of these things, uh, many more environmental uh, toxins in our environment. Mast cells are also a type of white blood cell. They're found in almost all cells of the body, including the skin, the gut, and the eyes, and the lungs, the nerves, the brain, the mouth, the eyes, and they're in the immune system. 
they help the immune system to stay in balance or to regulate. Again, we never want to boost the immune system of a child with autism. And I've done a show on this in the past too, because they are very sensitive to overactive immune systems. And then it becomes an auto can come, become an autoimmune response where the immune system is actually attacking its own cells. Um, this is really common. So we are regulating and when mast cells are involved again in allergic reactions and often noted in histamine reactions, then um, if they're not regulated, then uh, then they they don't help us heal, which is part of what they're what they do. Mast cells help us heal. They help the blood-brain barrier function, which helps protect our brain from toxins. So this is really a, a deep dive piece. If you'd like to, I'm going to link to you in the show notes uh, an interview I did with Dr. Beth O'Hara on mast cell activation, and I highly suggest suggest that you do listen to that one because. Um, mast cell activation can be really a big reason too why you're working through, you know, recovery of your child, trying to help them get better and their health and everything. But if mast cells have been triggered, you do need to make sure that you detoxify very, very slowly. You've got binders, minerals, detoxification support in place. And all of these things are really important so that you can help that mast cell activation regulate again, be back to get back to normal, that it's not overactive or, or, uh, or depressed. So um, common causes of the inhibition of the DAO enzyme for histamines again, uh, are related to leaky gut. Again, we've done deep, deep dive uh, interviews and, and podcasts on this in the past. Leaky gut is basically when the intestinal lining has holes in it whether candida has bored holes in it, or there's been extreme um, inflammation in the gut due to uh, poor diet or um, again, pathogenic bacteria, various things like that. Um, leaky gut allows undigested food particles to get into the bloodstream where it then is seen as a toxic agent as the immune, as from the immune system. And then the immune system puts out markers to attack and react to that product. So whatever that food is. So all of a sudden your child is, is allergic to many, many things. And that's a big part of why. And, and the gut controls the brain so and the immune system. So you've got to heal up the gut. Now I will definitely link in the show notes to my free seven foods guide, which are the top seven foods to eliminate to start reducing the inflammation and the toxic overload, which will then lead to calmer behaviors for your child, better thinking and ability to learn, better mental clarity, uh, calmer sleep, calmer moods. All of these things really start with the gut and again, a stronger immune system so they can stay healthier. Uh, very important. So the direct link to that is naturallyrecoveringautism.com forward slash seven foods, just the number seven and foods with no spaces. And you can get that free download. And I, again, will link to it in the show notes. Um, so another cause of the DA enzyme, DAO enzyme being inhibited is the MTHFR gene mutation. Now, this again is really common in children with autism. Um, this is gonna, can happen when an ill gut blocks methylation. Again, going back to why we start with healing the gut. Uh, very important uh, if you've had 
one of my master classes, we go into this as our very first step and stage as we do in my membership program. It is crucial to create support for your child's body before you really start moving heavily into detoxification and any of the, the other things that you do need to do uh, along the way, but it's a slow process and everything does start with the gut and diet being first, but then you've got to support it because methylation is a type of gene expression. And there are hundreds of different methylation reactions in the body. Most commonly noted is the role of the bodies to detoxify. 85 to 90% of the people with autism are known to have reduced methylation and methylation is required to produce glutathione. Now, when there's heavy toxic burden in, on the liver, which our kids are even often born with a congested liver, they can get um, the toxins from the mom's body or put, you know, go into the fetus. They're very commonly born with ex environmental toxic exposure mom has had or candida overgrowth or any co-infections like Lyme or mold sensitivities parasites, all of these things can affect that fetus. So they can often be born with a congested liver. So we want to take the heavy toxic burden off of the liver. And uh, when, this, when, the, when the liver is in need of, of, some to, to, of a relief on that, that burden, one of the main things it can do is um, it needs the body's master antioxidant, which is called glutathione. So supplementing with glutathione can be very helpful as the body is detoxifying and still working to be able to produce enough on its own. Because as we heal up the body, we want the body to be able to uh, produce enough on its own as it should naturally. But when we, our liver is congested, we're detoxifying, our systems are still weak, it is very helpful to be supplementing with, uh, with glutathione. And I will link to one uh, quality product in the show notes for you as well. So you can kind of learn a little bit more about that. And, it's, and we're gonna talk about the MTHFR gene, gene SNP a little bit here too, just in case that's new to you. Um, it's estimated that about 98% of people with autism have the, the MTHFR gene uh, SNP or mutation. Um, it basically is known that a gene is not working properly and uh, produces the, MTH, the MTHFR enzyme is something that is needed to um, break down compounds such as protein and it disrupts and if it's mutated, it will disrupt this methylation cycle or detoxification. Now, if you have found that your child, maybe you got a test done and you found your child has the MTHFR gene mutation, don't let it frighten you. It is so, so common in parents and children, and especially today with our toxic environment. And, you know, if you're not knowing how to properly support your body with detoxification on the right diet, this is common, but it can be reversed. Okay. That's what we work on is, and that's what I help people with is to help that, that these gene mutations actually um, kind of start to, to stabilize and regulate so that they work properly again. It is a slow process, but it is definitely one that uh, that is very important to work with and that can be reversed. Uh, it all, the, the MTHFR gene mutation also disrupts the body's ability to make the master antioxidant, again, glutathione. So when the body cannot 
detoxify properly, these toxins build up in the body and cause a myriad of health problems. And MTHFR is also responsible for creating the process of converting the amino acid, acid homocysteine to methionine. And methionine is the amino acid our body uses to make proteins. So it's very important. You usually hear about kids with autism having um, some protein synthesis problems or issues with, with, uh, with protein. So that's, uh, that's part of what what this factor is, is the methylation and MTHFR uh, issue um, being involved. And it's also, um, again, with the MTHFR mutation, it's important to reduce inflammatory foods. Again, gluten, dairy, processed carbohydrates, sugars. And I will link again to, uh, to my free seven foods download to learn more about it. I don't, don't just list them in that download. I actually explain why. So you have some more knowledge because I I'm a true believer of education. The more you know about something, the more you understand it, then the more you are motivated to take action to do something about it. Because then you realize what the consequences are if you don't. And you know, it helps us to take some responsibility, but also definitely is a motivating factor. Uh, and I'll also link to my podcast interview with Dr. Kendra Becker that we did on genetic SNPs uh, for you so that you can learn more about this and again, a little bit more detail. Um, so again, stress, leaky gut, environmental toxins of all kinds. We're talking pesticides in food and water. Um, electromagnetic field pollution is a huge stressor on us. Uh, I'll link in the show notes to a a product that I use on all of my computers. We have one on our home. I have them on my phone. Anything of elect with electronics that you want to be able to harmonize that EMF pollution so that your child and you are not affected. Um, and an interview I'll link to that I did with uh, a specialist, a couple of them, different ones uh, on electromagnetic field pollution because it is a really, really important topic and something you, especially now with 5G, you've got to make sure that you're protecting your family. Again, inflammatory foods. I'm a huge, huge proponent of diet. Makes a big, big difference in your life and your child's life um, of all kinds. And these all, all of these things are contributors to greater sensitivity to chlorine exposure. So that's why if your child is swimming, now I'm going to link in the show notes to the swimming pool episode that I did very specifically where we deep dive into uh, all of the pieces on it. But we also give you some alternatives because I know kids like to swim. And if you, you know, if you're gonna be in a pool, uh, best is in your backyard where it's not a public pool with a lot of other kids that might be peeing in the pool while they swim. Uh, that also public pools have much higher chlorine content uh, than do uh, private ones. But um, some other alternatives that you can even do in your own backyard with a small kiddie pool, having it be clean water and your child's own personal little pool that's their pool to use. And if you use a little bit of hydrogen peroxide in the pool, the, the clean water, then it will also give you uh, help to prevent mold and, and other bacteria and things from growing in it. And you can check, you know, every, if it's a small enough pool, every few days or so, you might want to dump it out, water the grass with it. 
and then refill it. So your child has a healthy, fresh place to swim. Those are kind of a nice idea. Um, but we'll, again, in the show notes, though, we'll go into some more of that as well. And other things you can start to do to reduce, reduce histamine intolerance um, besides the inflammatory foods, um, clearing the co-infections of autism that also are very hard on the body, the immune system, and, and can be con contributors to your child not getting well. One are, is the mold biotoxin issue. Uh, I've done multiple episodes on that in the past, and I will link to it in the show notes. Same with Lyme's disease. Almost 100% of children with autism are said to have Lyme's disease. And then also PANS, which is Pediatric Autoimmune Neuropsychiatric Syndrome. And if it's PANDAS, the acronyms, then it's associated with strep, streptococcal infections. And this, these are really, really big issues to know about. I will link to episodes I've done on them so you can learn more. Um, but uh, they are often what is preventing your child from getting better as well. And definitely uh, affecting that MTHFR gene, affecting methylation, detoxification, and all of the things that we've discussed here that make our kids more sensitive to histamines and environmental toxins, including things like swimming pool chlorine. There's also something called DAO elixir. Uh, some elixirs that I've worked with for years. Um, and this one is specifically to help your body produce more of that diamine oxidase enzyme and help the body neutralize excess histamines and keep them at optimum levels. So that can be really helpful. And I will link to it in the show notes. And then of course, lastly, as I've already mentioned, glutathione, it's the, the body's master antioxidant. And there is strong evidence that much of the chlorine induced damage to the airways is oxidative in nature. So again, um, really important to, uh, to be aware of, of these things. And of course, I'm here to offer you solutions. So uh, I will uh, give you some, some good guide in the show notes as well. Please make sure you get my free seven foods guide uh, to reduce those top seven inflammatory foods from your child's diet today so that, uh, that that inflammation and the toxic overload can start to be reduced and their gut can start getting better. Again, to know that the gut controls the brain and 80% of the immune system, the gut builds serotonin and dopamine, some of the brain's messengers called neurotransmitters that are responsible for things like mood stability, proper sleep, appetite, uh, ability to focus and learn. Very important, right? <laughs> so. Uh, I want to make sure that, uh, you know, again, you have as much education as possible so that you know what you can do uh, to be a proactive parent and do things for your child to help them have a happier, healthier life. And for you as well, to give you the support that you need on this journey. Um, I've lived it myself. I understand the challenges and uh, that's why I'm here to support you. So I hope this has been helpful for you today and I uh, appreciate you being here and listening if this is helpful for you and you'd like to share, then give us a, a good rating on iTunes and, and uh, just so other people help to find us as well. And, and, and feel free again to share this episode with others that you know who might be interested um, because it is a, a valuable resource, again, a, available to anybody uh, who is a proactive parent and really um, wants to be aware of, of the things that they can do to help their kids too. So thanks again for being here and we'll see you next time.